What up, Internet? It's your boy, once again, Rana Rider, back with another uh, audio commentary for my short film in the Apocalypse world, the third one, Apocalypse, the Student, the Caretaker, and the Animal. Um, <clears throat> I'll set this one up uh, really quick and then kind of go into it. How we, uh, this one actually doesn't feature any characters in the screenplay or graphic novel. Um, however, it is set in that world. Um, uh, I was approached by um, a friend of my brother's whose daughter um, uh, wants to get into acting and uh, asked if I would make a short film. Um, for her in it. You'll see her uh, shortly. And um, so I came up with this idea and uh, we actually shot this here at my house. And uh, um, again, to keep with the themes of each one of these, trying to uh, explore uh, different techniques or styles. Um, this one I went, uh, Sam Mendes was my inspiration. If you don't know who Sam Mendes is, he's done that, 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 and that. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, you'll, uh, I think you'll see that in the style in terms of, uh, the camera doesn't move. Uh, we, most of it was all on sticks except for the, the very ending. Um, and this is also, uh, uh, cool to see that this one, you actually get to witness, uh, the rapture happening. Whereas the previous two ones, the hooker and the drunk, um, take place after. Um, so here you kind of see what happens. Um, yeah, I guess let's dive in. Play. So first of all, um, this was our definitely highest budgeted, uh, short that we did. It was about four grand altogether. Um, I, uh, the music that you're hearing is from a band I just reached out to DM'd on, on Instagram. Um, they're called Blade of Grass. Um, I used three of their songs uh, in it. Um, and then also the, uh, you'll probably see that the sound design, the sound mix is, is a lot higher quality. It's because I uh, had my friend do the, the sound mix. Uh, I mean, paid him, but he <laughs> very, very minimally. Um, now, <clears throat> this is important because uh, this was the very first take. This is the very first shot that we that we had. Um, the DP and I had set up uh, a probably four different or other angles uh, of coverage that we're going to get for this one scene. Now, what happened here is a uh, 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 compliment or, or uh, to Micah Parker, who's playing the dad or the caretaker. Um, he came and just nailed this. I mean, he nailed the entire performance, but just his, his bravado and his attitude. I mean, this was, I was literally behind the camera right now, just smiling so, so, ha so big because, uh, and that who, uh, who cooked the steak? Who cooked the steak? I cooked the steak. That's all him, man. He just, uh, uh, improvised that 
um, on the get. So we only that was that was it. That was one take, and and I said moving on. I move very fast. Um, probably a downfall, or eventually might become a downfall, but. Um, uh, he just nailed it, and I was like, I, I got it. I know, I know what I have. Um, you'll notice we uh, there's a lot more production design in this as well. Um, uh, I wanted more elaborate colors, but red kind of became the theme of it, and so uh, we just kind of went with it. Um, our wall is naturally painted red in the dining room, so. Um, <clears throat> And Micah, again, um, brought in another line uh, here towards the end. Uh, I love this thing about history. And if you notice the slow push in, that's very Sam Mendes. It's, uh, you know, we tried to frame, um, have the shots very well composed. Um, I love the line I wrote about the history and then Micah added in at the end, that was his idea about what happened to your mom. Um, and it, I mean, he just killed it. Um, he's an extremely talented, talented uh, actor, uh, and so that's um, uh, fuck. I forget her name, uh, but that's the girl. Um, uh, you know, she was she was nervous to see, and we had like a crew of about ten or twelve of us on set, and and her dad had never um, seen her being exposed, so they were very uh, curious to see how it all you know, the process of, of what it takes to actually just produce something that looks as simple as this, you know, but there's a lot of work that, that went into this. Um, so the premise I wanted, uh, I, I wanted the audience to, to basically I wanted to try to, to trick them. So um, we obviously know that he's the student um, we assume he's the caretaker, and then when he says go and feed the animals, it's okay, they have animals. And then we show, uh, shout out to Gilbert, our pig, um, I, I wanted the audience to assume that, oh, she's just going to feed the animals. Um, pigs, chickens, whatever uh, have you. If you'll see, notice those quick cuts in between, and even the, the music in this is very Sam Mendes. Um, um, just those quick cuts. Uh, transition cuts and then we're having two reveals happen at once so right here see that's that that's where they the audience questions like wait a minute this cute little girl who seems so innocent just tried to kick that pig and so we're cutting back and forth between these two reveals the first one being oh he's a fucking Nazi um, so he's not good um, by the way, this is our basement. We're, it's so packed full of shit, we cleared it all out, and I had the idea to spray paint uh, song titles um, of songs. You'll see Closer, uh, um, Epic, People Are People, Hey Man, Nice Shots, um, all those kind of things. So this is our second reveal of where she go, and we don't know, as an audience, we don't know what's coming out. And, and shout out to... Uh, uh, Katja, um, who came in and just murdered uh, this part so well, so well, um, uh, that like I wanted the audience to think, is this another animal? Is this like a deformed thing? No, it's just this this young girl. Um, really big props to Katja because this again, I think this was the only take that we used for this, like. I, I, I just, she just nailed it. 
and I love that she took her time. Um, she didn't rush anything, um, which was great. It just worked so well for it. Um, and we really dirtied her up. Uh, and uh, yeah, so now the audience uh, knows that, okay, so we have a Nazi and his daughter and they're putting, and they're holding this girl in her um, basement. Um, here is the third song uh, for Blade of Grass. Um, I don't know, what can I tell you? Um, <clears throat> this is now where we know the caretaker. I don't know where I came up with the title. The student was the first part, and I just thought the student, the caretaker, the animal, it's a, it's a long, obviously, Katja here, this, she's the animal. It's a long title, but um, I don't know, I just thought it was cool. Uh, she really does a great job, and uh, we added a mist into, this was actually, we shot it during daylight, this is actually the first scene that we filmed, and we added like a, a fog machine in there to give like some texture and add some depth into the, so this is, this is like a, a big, you know, flashy special effects thing. That took a little bit of planning in terms of like, okay, we need a, a blank slate and then we need a shot of her and that and we kind of did that on um, you know on the flyer at the moment um, I love the scream I love the build-up with the music I just I really like this one Micah and M Micah really not carried her but like he really allowed her to uh, to, to be comfortable going there in that scene um, that's that's the the note of uh, an experienced uh, or or you know actor or somebody who who knows their craft. If you're if you know you're going into a scene with a, a less experienced actor, um, you, you know that you can kind of hold their hand and guide them through it. Now I had I had I really wish I should have pushed for it, but I wanted like smoke to like hit out from the windows and dirt and dust fly in. We did a test of it and it just didn't uh, didn't work and we were time crunched. We shot this all in one night or one time period. Um, and there you go. That's it. Boy, nine months flies fast. Savannah, that's her name. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm really proud of this one. I think it's... Um, I think it's uh, the best... It's, it's not my favorite, but I think it's the, the best in terms of um, um, its production value uh, or production level. Rick Laramore, who did the sound design mix, that's my friend. Um, yeah, my favorite is still The Hooker. I just love the, the grittiness and the, and the gorgeousness of it, but I think this one's really, really well done. Um, Again, Micah's performance is, is phenomenal in there. Um, and on top of that, we, uh, I, I achieved exactly what I was going for. I wanted to replicate Shawn Mendes' style, and uh, I believe I did that very, very well, um, given our budget and, uh, and things of that nature. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, okay, so this is the uh, <clears throat> struggle of 
not having anyone else behind the camera. Uh, I just went on an epic rant uh, in terms of storytelling and the difference between story and spectacle and those types of things. And um, I'm going to try to recreate that right now because the camera stopped because I have a Canon 7D and it doesn't roll for more than like 10 or 12 minutes. Just kind of one of its major flaws. So, uh, Aristotle wrote a book called Poetics. And basically what he did was at the time he, um, he looked around and said, why is this play, and this is the time of like the Iliad and the Odyssey and things like that, why is this play entertaining to people and why is this one not? And he basically just kind of went through and he wrote down and, and developed a list of seven things uh, in order of importance that make a great story. And the first one is like character and then structure, and blah, 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 whatever. The last one is spectacle. And spectacle um, is, he, he decided was the least important thing of telling a great story. Uh, I keep using this word story and I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to, um, how to, uh, it, 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 how to portray what I'm, what I'm thinking or, or how to describe it, I guess, because, uh, it's such a, a intangible thing and word. I keep saying, tell a great story and um, and I, I just think people are, well, I know people are confused. So basically what's happened now in, in Hollywood and um, with the majority of, of stories uh, or, or screenplays um, and movies and everything like that is the spectacle, it's been flipped. So spectacle has now become the most important part. And so the example I was using is, um, no, I'm, I'm not saying spectacle isn't important, but spectacle is the icing on the cake. Let me give you an example. Uh, Jim Cameron's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, right? Um, the scene um, towards the end of Act 4, uh, where they're, blow, they're setting the, the bombs to blow up the building, all the cops uh, surround the place, and... Um, uh, maybe I'll cut the footage of it right here. I'll take you off the police. Hey, wait, you swore! Trust me.
so that's some of the greatest spectacle that uh, that's a feast for the eyes that's what the audience loves to see that's why we go see movies in in the theater that that's that's the big thing now the reason behind it and people might just think oh it it's it's enjoyable or entertaining because it's it's spectacle it's a big action scene a minigun firing everything like that but why Cameron is so great about his action scenes is that he's developed those characters and and fed the audience enough information, given those, them enough information, ironically enough, done it with a, a character who is a technically a robot, but yet uh, um, just based on his action, previous actions, uh, on conflicts that have arisen throughout up leading up to that moment here's the great thing that he does is when when he says you know I'll take care of it Arnold you know you know I'm gonna take care of it the audience as an audience we based on everything that we've learned about the character leading up to then is we don't want him to to be a bad guy we don't and just like um, just like John Connors says, you know, wait, you promised. And he says, trust me. So the audience is left with this moment of, of anticipation of, well, he said, trust him. And, he's, and he seems like he's been on a good guy this entire time, but he's also this killing machine. Um, and he has this minigun and grenade launcher. Like, what's going to happen here? Um, and then... Cameron throws the spectacle at you, and it's glorious. It's beautiful. Um, and then at the end, the audience is able to actually... Um, he, if, if the Terminator killed any humans during that scene, the audience wouldn't be happy. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't be okay. And, um, but the fact that we get to feast, our eyes get to feast on that spectacle, and then immediately after, our hearts and our heads are, um, are reassured, if you will, about what we thought this character, who we thought this character was, the fact that we're able to visually feast that in and then morally be happy that's storytelling that's great storytelling and that's putting spectacle last when you put spectacle last the spectacle it it, it, it it's so much more enjoyable you know um, whereas on the flip side uh, you know Thor coming down and smashing his hammer and blowing up a bunch of you know just the the I know where I was going what got me on this kick it was is what I'm doing is I'm trying to with these apocalypse shorts and the whole apocalypse world and the graphic novels and I have prequel stories and all that kind of things and the characters are, are cross-pollinating is I'm I'm doing the I'm copying um, Disney and and Warner Brothers and their MCU and their DCU um, like to a T I'm I'm but I'm doing it 
based off of characters and it's just like what the comic books how the comic books worked before but the thing that where they're lost is that um, the studios are putting spectacle first um, and I just believe like I want to see I want to see a, a 10 million dollar budget um, Iron Man movie that would be enjoyable to me um, and I know Universal uh, is trying to do it with um, their dark universe um, um, but that kind of hit a halt so um, again I'm, I'm ripping I'm ripping from the headlines here I'm not I, I don't think anything I'm doing is that um, that you know I mean it's pretty obvious but the where it differentiates is that I'm putting work into the story and the characters and the like like really um using the spectacles as as i mentioned like uh camera did in t2 um you know as a as an exclamation point when needed um it's like using too many emojis in a text i guess <laughs> something like that um i don't know uh i had a much better um rant before the camera went off and so I'm trying to recreate that moment and I don't think it's coming across as well but uh, anyway regardless if you're watching this if you've watched up until now thank you so much please 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 subscribe share this with with anybody who is a fellow creative or, or filmmaker storyteller and please comment leave a comment tell me what you think i'll read them all i'll answer all of them if you have questions about the short film if you have questions about my um my take on cinema and storytelling things like that uh engage in conversation i'd be more than happy more than willing to do it I thank you from the bottom of my heart watching this um brian Ryder out